So, as you guys know, we weren't here last week. Uh, we didn't put out an episode. We were both really investing our energy in protesting and um, contributing and spreading awareness and having tough conversations with, like, friends and family members about racism and anti-racism um, last week. Yeah. So, this week we kind of just wanted to be a rest for you guys, but we didn't want to do an episode without talking a little bit about it. Yeah, so obviously we know and we um, we recognize that the fight for anti-racism has existed for centuries. This is not a mm-hmm. brand new thing, um, even though it's, you know, a new thing for some people to open their eyes to. And that's okay at whatever time you join the fight. That's okay as long as you stick with us, you know. Um, and we know that the systematic oppression of black people is just so deeply rooted that what we're seeing right now barely scratches the surface of all of the reparations that black people are owed. Um, and so just like Hanlon just said, w- there are people who are exhausted, people who are tired. We are two of those people. There are people more exhausted than we are. We mm-hmm. just want, as usual, for Cinema Rolls to be a space where you can come and you can rest and you can have some joy um, and some laughter because, honestly, rest is an important part of the revolution. You mm-hmm. know? Absolutely. Y'all watch the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of stuff about like the books and film that inspired our generation um i mean i mean it's it's a little silly but the stuff about like you don't raise kids on the hunger games and harry potter and then expect them not to see injustice and rebel against it and i I do feel like even if that you know rebellion is against the creator herself the government the government themselves um but um but yeah yeah. um i think that what's happening right now is super important um cinema rolls and we each have made uh donations in our own capacity as well Mm -hmm. um and we encourage you to do the same uh we are still fighting Mm -hmm. for justice for george floyd that's not over the trial there is no conviction Mm -hmm. yet we're still fighting for justice for brianna taylor for her yeah for her killers to be um arrested and you know served and even um, even within our local spaces, mm-hmm. um, here in Indy, um, Sean Reed still has not received the justice that he deserves, um, and I know that close to where Hanloser is, there are, um, lynchings of black people happening, and that is just not okay, yeah. obviously, so we are, um, fighting for racial justice, and honestly, fighting to abolish the police, and we know that that is just one small facet of anti-racism, mm-hmm. Um, and we just want to make sure that it, that there is no question about where yeah, we stand. Yeah, y'all know where black we lives stand. matter, and all black lives matter. Um, and all black lives matter in our government, our education spaces, all of our queer spaces, in mm-hmm. healthcare, work, businesses, any local businesses, our homes, the conversations that we have, um, and... Hanloja and I are actively, continuously recognizing our privileges and our individual roles in, um, in the work of anti-racism and mm-hmm. amplifying years and years of black voices in all of those spaces, and especially in the spaces that matter to us, um, some of those just being churches, justice systems, the law system, mm-hmm. um, and although it might seem trivial, we say it's not, um, in the cinematic space. Um, yeah. I mean, seeing someone who, everybody knows the feeling of seeing, or almost everybody knows the feeling of seeing someone on screen who they resonate with so strongly that it hurts, or like, you know, that it makes you realize things about yourself. You know, I had that experience watching Lady Bird, 
and um, Mm -hmm. movies like that. And that that is such an important and formative experience to know that you're not alone in the world and that there is somebody else who at least sees you, if not, you know, knows who you are and knows how you think. Um, So that kind of representation is so very important. And not just representation of the struggles that black people have gone through, but representation of their joy, their talents, Mm -hmm. and their success um, is so important as well. And so, yeah, Yeah. Cinema Rolls is hardcore, down with the revolution, mega anti-racist, black lives matter. Yes, um, and as you all know, if you have been long-time listeners of us, you know just from the films that we talk about, uh, the filmmakers that we praise, the stories that we praise, um, that we uh, support um, real and authentic stories of Black history that centers uh, the experience and the voices of Black people, whether it's the stories themselves or the creators of those stories, um, that we are here for honest stories of just brutal honest of white supremacy and the oppression of black people but also like Hannah just said there um the joys and the laughter and love and accomplishments as well um and so we are continuing to support that art and that cinema um especially in spaces that you know we have a voice in like this little cinema world mm-hmm. um and you know what we'll fight the academy any day amen to that so yeah with that being said and on that note yeah. um <laughs> Let's get into it. Thank you guys so much for, you know, sticking with it. And we know that our little family on Twitter um, is in with us as well and fighting alongside us. So we're Mm -hmm. so excited about that. And on to the theme song. So one of the writers and co-stars of uh, Blind Spotting knows I exist. So yeah, I just, I just want to brag about that. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, when you sent that in our group message, um, for those of all, y'all who don't follow Sarah on Instagram, she does these amazing yes. pen drawings of like homes in film and uh, posts mm-hmm. them on her Instagram. They're fantastic. Um, and Raphael Casal, uh, who co-wrote <clears throat> and directed uh, Blind Spotting, he, he started. I don't or, think he directed it, but uh, he, yeah, co-star. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Okay. He um, also he he like acknowledged the awesomeness of the picture, and it was very cool. He like, shared it to a story. I was like, excuse me. I shared it to the group chat, and I was like, <laughs> I think I'm dying. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> Why is this? Uh, speaking of that group chat, our iconic group chat that we referenced mm-hmm. almost every episode, <laughs> like the group yeah. chat, the group chat. We're so annoying. Um, <laughs> but it's okay because it's our little group chat. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a returning guest this week. Um, those of you might know her from our absolutely iconic decom episode in which we <laughs> went through a BuzzFeed ranking mm-hmm. of <laughs> her top Disney Channel original movies and just completely roasted the entire list <laughs> the whole time. Um, yeah, and then you might also recognize her from telling Handloser that she was Ladybird on her birthday. Yes. Um, brought up the porn magazines. Um, <laughs> um, she's also, would you say, like, basically our Cinema Rolls producer at this point? <laughs> you just don't even text me directly anymore. 
watching though it's just like in the group chat it's like ladies what do we think about this and it's like just about cinema rolls and like both of you are like oh <laughs> like Love it. Yes. Um, yeah, basically, uh, our producer. Anyway, um, Zoe is here. And yes. you guys, yeah, you'll, well, obviously, we'll have all of, we, we had in the last episode links in the description, and we'll do all of the links in this episode, in the description of this episode as well, mm-hmm. and um, repeat them again later. But you might find her online with the username Zach B. Gilbert. Um, and like, like letterbox, Twitter, whatever, but you know, she's Zoe and Shirley, you can all understand some Mm -hmm. things are a process. They take our, you know, they take some time. Um, and it's Zoe. Welcome. Hello. Welcome, honey. I'm so happy to be back. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, it's like, um, like you're, I think you're, are you our first returning guest? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So. I think you're. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all coming to a realization at the same time. You're our first returning guest. You're the first oh person gosh. we've liked enough to come. Congratulations. Back. What a title. Congratulations. Oh my goodness. I know. Oh my gosh. Wow. You're so fun. That, I haven't even oh, thought about that. I appreciate it. Now, but... <laughs> um. What are we doing today? Today. <laughs> We are roasting each other's quarantine watches, <laughs> which I'm so excited because I don't know about how you two have been logging like letterbox. I am essentially saying like everything until my very first, like my first return to a movie theater is a quarantine mm-hmm. watch mm-hmm. for me. Right. Yeah. So I just, did you guys get a like, notification from amc like literally yes yes at like five yeah Yeah, like i looked down and i was like oh how appropriate it's (laughs) happening it's happening i know it's happening full body chills wearing a whole hazmat suit to the movie oh my god wearing like michael mcconaughey's get up from interstellar literally uh i i really think I don't know how I'll feel. I we don't have to talk about it. Like, I, I know how I'll feel, and I, my butt will be in a seat. I hate to be that way. I promise I'm not doing it yeah. as like a, I'm ready to endanger people, but like I will be there. <laughs> yes. My problem is that, and you, I know you both know this feeling, but like my happy place and my escape place is movie theater yes and when you're in the middle of like a devastating global pandemic and all you want to do is be in a happy place and in like escape place Mm -hmm. but that place literally is shut down because of said global pandemic Mm -hmm. it really messes with your brain just a nightmare (sighs) i genuinely think like it's been a bit of a withdrawal, like, because I, yeah. like, you guys know how often, I would go, like, two to three times a week, like, you I, went every, so much. everything oh, that came out, that A-list membership, yeah, got my full mm-hmm. 20 bucks worth per month, and now, like, <laughs> I went from that to nothing for, like, nothing. three, four months now, and, yeah, so sad, I'm amped up, it is, but you, okay, <laughs> so just so y'all know, like, like we've been tagging all of our quarantine watches on letterboxd um and (laughs) like if you look at mine it's like a decent like i i feel like a normal it's like in the 70s or something like that like a normal number whatever i watched a Mm -hmm. lot at the beginning of quarantine but then very slowly um just because of like having i had to like go back to work and like stuff like that but it went off 
um, Zoe, on the other hand, <laughs> what is it? Like, a hun- hold on. I 161 movies. There are three pages worth of just these movies on your letterbox. And I think Han Lozier. Mine is so. 11? Yeah, there's literally not. I like. Han Lozier's been watching television. That's I've been. No. I've been watching TLC television. That's how but, you know we're in. It's things just are a dire. bad scene. Yes. Yeah, I I can't tell you why things are this way, but yeah, they Guess just. I'm are. not gonna lie. I I have even been watching some tele. Like I rewatched like a season of like my favorite season of New Girl. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, like however long ago. Time doesn't matter anymore. Um, exactly. But I also I also have just been watching Avatar The Last Airbender, like, rewatching all of it. I watched um, the whole thing. I had never seen it. I watched the entire thing. Yes. It was incredible. Um, yes. It's on my list. I'm just here mm. watching my baby Zuko just blossom into the most well-developed character in all of entertainment ever. Good for him. Suki would like to have a word, but... Oh. <laughs> I just <laughs> love her. She, she's just my favorite. <laughs> yes, I just love all of them. Um... We will not be talking about Avatar The Last Airbender, the movie, no. today. I did not watch that. I didn't either. <laughs> good. Good for us. Um, and, yeah, so we just basically want to, like, I guess roast each other. Although I don't even know where to start with Zoe's list. Like, my roast my roast is your lit. Like, I was going to say. St- I'm laughing <laughs> at the fact that y'all both have two pages worth of stuff. I can, a Twilight like, Marathon. I, have, I can literally tell you all, Han Lozier has all of the Twilight movies. I've watched 11 movies and four of them are Twilight. <laughs> Villains, The Strangers, Art of Self-Defense, Jennifer's Body, mm-hmm. Virgin Suicides, and Spider-Man 2. <laughs> that's it. That's the, that's the whole list. It's, it's The Strangers 2, by the way. Oh, uh, sorry. They're best. Here we are. Yeah. She's out of here watching sequels. <laughs> yeah, only Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Honestly, though, Jennifer's body, good for you. Yes, that was good for you. such a good time because it popped up. My parents got Showtime on Prime because I guess we're wealthy. Oh, um, so, so I got to watch Jennifer's body. I was so stoked. Oh, my oh, God. Man. I guarantee you that was a free trial. My dad so started to watch one movie. He'll never turn it off. Uh. Oh, yeah. I always okay. turn those things off right away. I'm so terrified mm-hmm. of getting, like, yeah. a $14 bill or something. That's how you know Did things I are bad. Did I tell you all, this is absolutely not about movies, but um, I did... Um, like an Instacart like free trial to get like groceries delivered for like one weekend and I was like okay after this weekend like I just don't have time to go get groceries this was like before uh, my parents decided to add me to their Amazon Prime mm-hmm. um, and like I was like I need to like get these groceries delivered I don't have any time whatever so I did like a free trial of it forgot completely not only forgot to cancel it but like forgot about it completely until they charged my account like 150 bucks the next month uh, I was like, excuse me um, <laughs> come again what a yikes I hadn't, even, I hadn't even used it but i was able to cancel it and get a refund it's fine um that 
Nobody cares about that. <laughs> okay, so looking here, Zoe has watched Scoob and Trolls World Tour. Okay. Have you seen Zoe's review of Scoob? <laughs> Is it a lot? That was a full critical analysis. Please, please click on Zoe's review for Scoob. Like, Handler, if you have not seen this, like, you have to look at it. It is. Oh my gosh, it's real. All right, everybody out there, Zoe writes these beautiful, eloquent, alliterative, <laughs> well written. Like, there's a reason. Like, she's literally like like writing reviews like as a job right now mm-hmm. and there's a reason for that if you just take a quick peek at the new release reviews that she writes on her letterbox right mm-hmm. that same energy went into scoob uh-huh <laughs> like she wrote scoobert dubert i need to find this can you like do you attempts the, to appeal to gen lines? z with nods to dabbing and tender just don't fit with the franchise eloquence no, no um, lies they were a little <laughs> it was, it was rough um zoe and i both watched for the first time we actually watched it together netflix partying um one of hand favorite movies of all time we watched the lobster Woo! and <laughs> i think we, we like very intentionally we were like we cannot tell hand we're watching this until we have seen it mm. otherwise <laughs> like there's too much pressure and i was terrified going into it uh-huh. um <laughs> As I should have been, in all honesty. Yeah, it, it definitely it got under my skin a bit. Like for the mm-hmm. next week, I was like, "What animal do I want to be when I inevitably <laughs> cannot animate?" You know. <laughs> okay, Han Lozier, do you have an animal? Because I know you've like obviously you've watched this many times. I I think um, I wouldn't. So it's tough, right? Because I don't think I would be a dog because it would be so mainstream. Um, mm-hmm. Of course. And then cat would be the typical... cat. A cat would be the Arctic monkeys of the animals. Do you know what I'm saying? People who think they're indie would be a cat. Right, yeah. So, mm-hmm. because everything I do is based on the opinion of others, um, I... I don't know. I, I fear birds. Maybe I would become a bird as a sort of defiance to that. Yeah. Also, flying birds would be are cool. Real, though. Yeah, Birds but real. but if the government's running the whole shindig, I mean, mm-hmm. they're you're happy about you turning into a bird. So, right? Yeah, I said a hermit crab. Hmm. You know, <laughs> I think I when you were talking about cats, I was like, okay, I agree, <laughs> but that that was my choice. <laughs> that I, I would have to be. You know, yeah. it's just easy. I, I mean, I'd probably end up with basic. it. Yeah. I would be like, you know what? It is a cool thing, and let mm-hmm. people have fun with what they want to do. And if you want to become a cat, become Amen. a cat. If you want to be, Zoe, how many times did you watch Chicago? I want to say three or four. Oh. I watched it once, okay, and then I was like, "This is a transcendent experience." Like it was, <laughs> it was the first time I felt euphoria since quarantine had begun, and then I was like, "Oh, I was like four out of five, and then I slept on it, and I was like. Who am I trying to impress here? This is clearly (laughs) five out of five cinema. So I watched it it three more times after that. And my opinion was solidified. I am Roxy Hart. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I'm just continuing to look at. You watched a lot of depressing stuff, Zoe. I did. So much sad stuff. Schindler's List. 
<laughs> Excuse me. I started that at like 11 o'clock one night. I Not knowing. It was like three hours and 15 minutes oh long. I was gosh. like, I'll knock this out. Yeah. And then I was up until it's 2 a.m. Okay. You don't sleep anyway. 2001 <laughs> A Space Odyssey Apocalypse Now. Yeah. I'll always text the group chat at like 1 a.m. California time and Zoe texts back. I'm right. like, that's weird. Immediately. You're like, why are you that's awake? Weird. Are you okay? No. Um, no. You finally, <laughs> Zoe finally watched Ben-Hur. Oh. Mm. I was on an Oscar winner's kick, so like any uh, major category. Yeah. You were watching every Best Picture yes. winner, Best Actor winner, Best Supporting Actor winner. Uh, yeah. So you watched My Left Foot. Oh, yes. With what Daniel Day-Lewis. Um, you finally watched Shakespeare in Love, which, which I stand. Listen, yeah. I've said before, I understand that a lot there's a lot of controversy out there because a lot of people are mad that it won that year. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. That being said, <laughs> little Shakespeare nerd heart loves that movie so much it makes me happy. It, it must That's be okay. said. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm with you. I took so many, sh- I've had to take so many Shakespeare classes, and I thought, like, the way they wove in tropes from all of his plays into the story of, like, the whole made-up romance or whatever. Hey, sorry, Saving Private Ryan, but I'm with mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow on this one, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just trying to look at, you have so many movies. Yeah. I'm, now I'm looking at Sarah. Did you rewatch Lord of the Rings, too? Oh, well, I, I guess Best Picture winners. Now, now I'm looking at Sarah watching. Okay, so we all watched All the Bright Places. I hated it. I Oh, I did watch it. I literally, you said that, and I was like, I don't think I did. And then I realized, oh, I guess I did. I literally did not remember. Was it was like, so, I? I did I not it. like it mm-hmm. at all. I hated it. It was like, um, it was like the worst, just the, I mean, obviously yeah. the big, the big bass drop or whatever in the movie is yeah, shocker. Like the the guy um, kills himself, but just spoiler, yeah, spoiler. yeah. Fine. <laughs> it's been a book. It's been a book for years, guys. Come on. Yeah. Also, this is cinema. Role when it show. happened, it like had not been set up at all. It was terrible. Yeah, and just like yeah. I was to the point of being irritated that it happened instead of like feeling sad. Yeah. And so then all the emotion yeah. porn. I was like, I'm so checked out of this movie i so we gave it three stars if see if, i think i've if detective yeah. pikachu popped up right now and we called this a sequel i would be happy but listen <laughs> yes yes i know so I, we gave it three stars i watched it with you know my mom and sister who had both read the book so they were like more dis. Uh, i had like low expectations for it going in so i was like okay. oh it was passable but, like, mm-hmm. no, I, especially when they told me more of how much more fleshed out, like, the characters were in the book and stuff. Like, that always bothers me, too. Because I feel like yeah. their relationship was super surface level and shallow. And it yeah. didn't, like you were saying, Han Lozier, it yeah. didn't earn, right. like, that shock value in the end. Right. It just, yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my review for it just says... A Venn diagram in which one circle is this movie, the other circle is me, and the middle is depressed and dissociated in Indiana. No wonder you literally didn't remember watching (laughs) (laughs) And then I said, Siri, play Liability by Lord. (laughs) 
It was bad. It's been bad. Was I okay? Guys, the reason I have only oh. watched 11 movies is because I have watched six seasons of 90-minute episodes of My 600-Pound Life. <laughs> and so. honestly, good for you. It's probably a better choice, to be honest. Very loud car stuff. Well, okay, speaking of bad Netflix movies, it has to be said, Sarah, oh, no. we have to, we have to bring exactly. it up. I'm no, ready. I, I knew, okay, I knew Zoe was going to try to talk about this. <laughs> and I have been emotionally preparing myself for... The ab- I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying to be mature about this and not okay. just like com- just because everyone do I, disagrees do I rip with the y'all's take. Everyone, everyone disagrees with y'all's take. I know. Should I rip the bandaid off? Am, am just I do it. Just play? do it. The half of it, you guys. It was okay. It was subpar and just it did not live up to the standards. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I keep saying, you know, it's wild that it's called the half of it when I only liked about a third of it. <laughs> um, I <laughs> hated this movie so just, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> here's the thing, like, I want to start talking about it, but I don't, because, <laughs> like, I was so disappointed because the trailers really got me, like, the trailers were like, there's this, like, it's like, like, sort of like a like Serena de Bergiac moment and like there's this like girl and like she's helping this guy get this girl but she has a crush on this girl and through that she and the guy become best friends and like that's not the movie that's like literally no. not what the movie is um the girl that they both have a crush on is just completely romanticized she's a prop like just completely mm. a prop barely has any characteristics whatsoever other than she's different than all the other girls but they never tell us how I hate there's that. a weird weird moment where the guy who's like supposed to be like the guy who becomes her best friend right like looks at her and is like you're gay that's a sin and you're going to hell literally says yes. this in the movie oh my and, gosh yeah and like what i that's like yeah, the most like, forced conflict a, what I, that's what I'll say too is I, I, I'll compare it I just finished watching Love Victor on Hulu and that is mm-hmm. a series that weaves in like the religious and queer undertones throughout the entire show Yeah. whereas this mm. like brings it up in a sort of like third act like do sex machina how can we create extra conflict like it's oh, not natural right. at all it was never like if you're going to have that religious sexual like clash and stuff I think you need to set it up clearly from the beginning instead of just using it at the like because the guy had never yeah. shown any edge towards her about yeah. that in any respect so for it to just come like completely out of left field it felt yeah. like i don't i no no disrespect to the screenwriter like i her heart's clearly in the right place i love the representation but i think the execution yeah. is guys so yeah. i mean yeah i don't mean to throw us a curveball but it oh just gosh, so happens i forgot to tag a lot of the stuff I watched during COVID. Oh my god. <laughs> so if if you go to my film diary on Letterboxd, everything after February 29th is quarantine. I was like, there's no way it's only 11 movies. <laughs> I literally even was like, all right, we're going to go to each other's quarantine uh-huh. tags and we're going to roast them. Yep. <laughs> 11 movies you watched... is how many movies I've watched since I've been back in L.A. Okay, great. Okay. That's a different thing completely. <laughs> I, uh, I was about to say, okay, wait a minute. I was concerned. I, I was like, really? Because I was like, we, we did Cinemarls Netflix parties. And 
Like, you definitely watched National Treasure and The Bling Ring and Spider-Man. Why am I like this? Y'all, the depression Uh, been hitting in quarantine. Oh, you finally watched The Miseducation of Cameron Post. I did! I very much enjoyed it. Oh, I'm gonna cry. It was very good. You were braver than I... I thought about wa- rewatching Moonlight during quarantine, and then I thought, you know how sad I am already. So, yeah. so I don't. Here's the thing. I don't think I can be more sad. So Vossen but... had like a friend who loved Moonlight, and Vossen loved La La Land, and neither of them had seen the Ooh. other. And so it became this, like, male pissing contest thing of, like, not watching the other movie. And I said, that is unacceptable. No man of mine will not have seen Moonlight on purpose. Uh And so we Netflix partied it. And and he was like, yes, it is wonderful. I still like La La Land better. And I was like, that's fine, but you're wrong. But that's fine. Um, I don't... Yeah, I loved La La Land, and on, I mean, and I know Zoe's going to disagree with this. It's, um, it's okay. I love La La Land, and that's an incorrect take. Um, <laughs> and I believe that both movies can exist, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, in, you know. Yeah. You know. No, yeah. yeah I, will I, say, I, I will always take. say La La Land was my favorite movie of that, like, Best Picture crop, but Moonlight was the one that should have won. Like, yes. I definitely, I agree with how everything turned out in that respect. Yes. Yeah, I knew that this tag was wrong because I also watched five, like, five um, Quentin Tarantino movies in in the same two days. Mm. Um, So I knew this was wrong. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't catch, like, why is there only this doesn't... I showed my little brother Scott Pilgrim versus the world and reminded him that he should not write Scott. Zoe, did you not watch Contagion? I didn't. I missed Zoe hasn't cr- watched I'd Contagion. See, I've seen it before, but I didn't. seen it, but like you didn't, you didn't do the thing. No, I know. That everybody was doing. Because me, me and Sarah um, did it like the it, same day. Yeah, I, I took it a step further, and I watched I Am Legend. Oof. <laughs> and. The dog. That's, that's going to happen after we get the vaccine, Sarah. Right now yeah, we're good. This is what I'm saying. It's like I got, I, I got the full experience. Like I got contagion. I was like, okay, this is like the start. Like this is talking about the origin of this global pandemic. Now I'm gonna like have a double feature, and I'm gonna watch I Am Legend, and I'm gonna see what's gonna happen mm-hmm. when you know we all act as if we're not. No, when, still in a global no, pandemic. when we all get the vaccine and it turns us all into zombies. Mm. Yes, that's true. Yes, can't wait. That's the biggest uh, threat right now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you both saw, I did not see, well, I mean, I guess, did anybody really see, um, (laughs) wait, never mind, this is before quarantine, this is before quarantine, and now my joke is just not gonna (laughs) land. Are you gonna say the Invisible Man? man? Yeah! (laughs) I saw the Invisible Man twice. In theaters, twice. You did. Was that, okay, okay, last movie you watched in theaters. Invisible Man. Bloodshot. Okay. (laughs) Okay, cool. Mine was Sonic the Hedgehog for the second time. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought it was it cute again. <laughs> oh, see, I, I watched I watched the Invisible Man again. Picture. Yeah, if I had uh, known, you know what? You made a better choice. If I had known, I would do all of, uh, everything. You know, if, exactly. If I same. had known, I would have just not gone to the last couple of days of law school and just spent all that time what? at the movie theater. Fact. Um, you both watched, oh, we've talked about Obvious Child on this. Oof. Makes me sad. It is too sad for me. You both watched something I refused 
to watch. Oof. Um, and the way that the world works, right, is that, like, this is going to seem like old news to everyone, which blows my mind because mm-hmm. it, it happened, like, last month. Um, you both watched Tiger King, and I did not. Yeah. Oh, well, good for you. Do you want a cookie? <laughs> I, <laughs> Congratulations. Just saying. It is literally I, the most insane geez. documentary that has ever been made. Every twist and turn literally I made me understand. gasp. It is a very fun ride, and I will defend it to the death. I know the people are That's horrible. Okay. It's a horrible That's train okay. wreck. I love it. I watch yes. my 600 pound life. I didn't realize that the full title was Tiger King, colon, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. Yeah, literally nobody's ever called it that, ever. No. Why? It's such I, an unnecessary. I've heard about the murder, but I don't think I've heard about the mayhem and the madness. Well, wow. <laughs> tigers amount. eat arms, people. Update, everyone, Handloser did watch Spider-Man, the first. Yeah, my little brother. <laughs> Spider-Man um, the first. My little brother really wanted to watch the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans. I have a hot take yeah. that you're going to hate. Oh. oh, yeah. I've heard. Mm. Yep. It's been in the group chat, guys. No. Last last <laughs> night, I watched Spider-Man 2, and I was not that bowled over. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a good movie. I don't think it's better than the first mm-hmm. one. No. I think. No. I personally think it is, but that's okay. But I hate I Mary okay. Jane. I hate Mary I, Jane. Well, to be fair, I also hate Mary Jane. Yeah. She's literally the worst, and she is in so much of Spider Man 2. Peter's like, I don't want to be Spider Man. I want to be with Mary Did Jane. You, and I'm like, Be Spider Man! Um, so, on the Cinema Rolls Twitter, um, we like quote tweeted a tweet of like a clip from animated spider-man where like he proposes to mj and she like leaps off of a building to see if he'll like catch her and he's like why did you jump and she's like well now i know you'll always be there for me i hate and I, like, so quote tweeted what a toxic it from the cinema rolls yeah from the cinema rolls twitter and i was like this is why we hate mj unless she's zendaya mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm no that's yeah, my hot zendaya, take is that the zendaya tom holland movies outsold all the others minus spider-verse but <laughs> Yeah. And I'm not just saying that for obvious reasons, <laughs> but... Because we all know how Zoe feels about Tom Holland and his little no-lit self. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I accept it. I accept it. He can afford to fix that, too. I mean... We'll work on, on it. Honey. Like. <laughs> oh, no! No, another um, movie that me and Zoe both watched that I was not the craziest about... Okay. ...was Ooh. The Lodge. Oh, I wasn't very crazy. No, I, I have some takes ones? about the lodge. I don't know. I don't know how deep into spoilers we want to get on this, but so, oh, it's in the morose. The first okay. hour just put me to sleep, and then like uh-huh. the last hour is great. Yeah, but there's two hours, which I have yeah. a problem with, baby. And I don't see. It was very like I'm all for really dark, like screwed up horror movies, but I think mm-hmm. the way like. They, the kids, I like for those who haven't seen it, like just the way it's like Riley Keough. How do you pronounce the last name? Keough, Riley Keough, Keo, and she's like gonna be the stepmother to these two like little shits. And one of them is <laughs> Jaden Lieberher from It, and yeah. the other one, I don't know where the little girl is from, but they like don't like her and they know she's like from she was raised in this cult who like all killed themselves. And so, am I remembering all this? <laughs> I watched yeah, it a long yeah, time yeah. ago, yeah. And so she's, like, screwed up about it and stuff, and her dad was, like, the preacher of this, like, I don't know, crazy Christian cult. And then they find that out, and they start, like, 
toying with her to make her they're think like, that yeah. She, yeah, she's in purgatory when they're, like, trapped in this lodge in the middle of this, like, winter storm. And I don't know. The way they, like, mess with her trauma, like, bordered on a bit of, like, mental torture porn for me at points. Yeah. I was like, this is, yeah. It was, yeah. like... It was, like, big F them kids territory. Yeah. And I was not really a fan. I mean, it was, like, these characters are not at all sympathetic. No. And then and then Riley Keough, like, just, it, it's such a mess. Um, oh. What's like, I get, your, what's your, yeah. oh, go ahead. I was just, I, like, I get what they were going, uh, because they, the directors and writers also did, like, Goodnight Mommy, which is, like, similarly <laughs> screwed up right. and, like, really dark, but... I, I sometimes I feel like they're the type of people who just like take these huge leaps into dark territory and like don't really have I don't know the themes and the to back it up it's just kind of like shock value so it didn't really sit well with me but it was pretty mm-hmm. I guess <laughs> yeah yeah what's um what's y'all's quarantine watch that like is underrated that more people should see ooh ooh question i will say like would it be would it be also a movie that like we didn't see until quarantine and then we were like oh this is underrated or just yeah yeah i'll i guess since i i initiated it i'll tell y'all mine so villains is on hulu and it has bill skarsgård and maka monroe who mm, love her love her love bill skarsgård um kira mm-hmm. sedgwick is in it too she's crazy um love her it is it's good it's really good um it, it's a dark dark comedy about um a couple that's like on the run from the law and they break into a house and find out that the people who own it who are like typical suburban people are basically like keeping a girl in the basement and so it's like a moment where these guys are not they're not good people these uh, make Monroe and um and Bill Skarsgård are not good people but they have stumbled upon these like one percenters who act nice but are like truly evil and so it's like a dark comedy of them trying to rescue the girl and like interacting with the homeowners and all of the mayhem that ensues it reminded me a little bit of like the tone of i don't feel at home in this world anymore which is on netflix if you haven't Mm. seen it and it's fantastic um i really liked it it was on hulu um and i really think more people should watch it because i i really enjoyed it it's called villains so yeah it was super good that's been on my list for a while i need to get Mm -hmm. on um so this was a new a new release um actually for 2020 which like i know wild wow um and it had like it got some hype um in certain parts of twitter um but i also think that i might have just seen the hype because i'm in those certain parts of twitter nobody else had really heard of it and some people didn't like it and that's okay but tiger tail like really oh <laughs> like mm. it like hurt my whole entire soul um like it is just this like this asian american story <laughs> of like this um this family um and for me like the import the the main part was the daughter um of this man who um is like kind of like begging her father to like just you know connect with her (laughs) and Mm -hmm. through that he is like reflecting on his youth and 
um, just like his history in Taiwan and his first love and his journey um, immigrating to America and just like, oh, like just the most beautiful. I, I love it. There is like some stuff at the end that like leaves a bit for, to be desired for me, but I like didn't care. You know what I mean? And I think it's, I mean, I sure like it's still on netflix um but Mm -hmm. it's beautiful and i am just like constantly thankful for very real asian american stories like this um so tiger tail guys very cool i haven't watched i haven't heard much about it and maybe that's because i'm not on twitter anymore Mm -hmm. no it's okay it also is like you know like when especially when everything is being released digitally yeah um it's just kind of wild that it's like Alright, and it's now on Netflix. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then people might see it, people might not. Who knows? It's tough with Netflix, too, because I feel like they always have, like, some, like, big hyped-up release every week. So, like, if you don't get on the bandwagon that week, it's, like, already old news by next Friday. It's gone, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I was going to watch that. Yeah, yeah. like, I saw that Netflix, like, the day that it was released, there wasn't anything else, really, that was coming out with it, I Mm -hmm. feel like. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, tiger tail, tiger tail. Um, And then the very next week, it was like, hey, Perks of Being Wallflowers now on Netflix. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's okay. I watched that, too. I didn't log it. Oh, my gosh. The depression. And uh, you were so not prepared. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, you guys. Uh, so, what was your, what would you, would your um, underrated watch? Underrated. Be? I would yeah. say, okay, my underrated watch. Uh, my favorite watch is a different movie, but my underrated that I saw like a few people talk about for a bit, and then it kind of fell off too, was HBO's Bad Education. So, it was, it's from the director of Thoroughbreds, uh, Corey Finley, which came out in 2018. It had, like, Anya Taylor-Joy and Olivia Mm -hmm. Cook. That was fantastic. So, I was super excited for this. And this has uh, Hugh Jackman and Allison Janney. And Hugh is, like, the superintendent of this uh, New York school district that's, like, super illustrious. Their test scores are, like, through the roof. Like, he prides himself on, like, running such a tight ship. He's very concerned about his appearance. Like, typical, like, New Yorker, like, you want to be, like, high-class vibes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's, like, this one domino that gets pushed over. And then everything comes crashing down. And you see that this, like, perfect image is more of a facade. And there's, like, this huge embezzlement scandal that's, like, underneath, mm-hmm. like, all the success of this school. And I won't give away too much to see, like, the way, like, Jackman and Janie's characters play into it all. But it's written like so well it's a quick like i think it's like 100 minutes like it does not waste time yeah the editing is super snappy um finley's direction is always good go watch it yeah i want to hear something wild what i watched (laughs) (laughs) i watched the dark knight for the first time (laughs) and you loved it i was so happy (laughs) I hated Batman Begins. I watched The Dark Knight, Fair. loved it, have not seen Dark Knight Returns. I am so proud of the fact that, here's how, okay, so like, I'm about to go in, okay? So, okay. every film boy that like, loves The Dark Knight <laughs> trilogy, uh, just know that you are no like, more... Like, you're not special for liking it. Um, I, the first time I encountered this movie, um, my friend who was, like, 
the most yee-yee country boy I had ever met. We had, like, a bonfire and then went to his house, a big group of us, and he was like, let's watch The Dark Knight. So you're not special. (laughs) Even even the boys in small-town Arkansas have heard of it and think it's cool. Have Mm. heard of it! (laughs) (laughs) Facts are facts. I mean, Uh, I also think... My hot oh, take continue. is, I, I agree with what you said, but, like, I think it's time we acknowledge, like, The Dark Knight is, like, the only, like, fantastic movie in that trilogy. Like, I think Batman mm. Begins is mm. just kind of, like, meh. And oh, Dark Knight so Rises bored. is, like, decent, but, like, The Dark Knight is what does Dark the heavy lifting. I said The Dark Knight Returns. I, I think <laughs> so knew what you meant, <laughs> Yeah. I don't care about yes. Batman. I'm sorry. I, he's my least favorite character. Like, I care. I'm when Robert so Pattinson sorry. is playing him, then my oh, excitement I guess I is care. When we say um, a cab, we mean Batman also. <laughs> <laughs> you are not exempt. No. A cab is He's just cosplaying as a bat <laughs> and beating up poor people. <laughs> and we are eating him. Batman is a cop. He Defund is. Batman. <laughs> Superheroes who, aren't Superheroes who aren't Sp- cops. Superheroes who aren't cops. Spider-Man, Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's it. <laughs> A-Cab. Everyone else. A-Cab. Oh. oh my god. Abolish the Justice League. <laughs> Abolish the Avengers. Uh, we don't have to, ab- I mean... In my personal opinion is that like the X-Men can stick around. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're downtrodden. Like, they're okay. Yes. <laughs> they're all You know queer. what? They <laughs> are a metaphor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the X-Men are a metaphor and <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> um, I watched a lot of comfort movies. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like Someone Great. Because I, I, I watched Someone Great like four times. Oh my gosh. Did you think Am about okay the Gina Rodriguez no. clip the whole time? Mm. Uh. Mm. We are. Anyway. <laughs> I also watched Francis Ha like three times. Not I watched really. Lady Bird like four times. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse a few times. Book Smart. Um, but, oh, yes. Yeah. Watched Book Smart so much. Um, I, you know, I also, my other comfort films, Blockers, um, rewatched that mm-hmm. quite a few times. And Tag. Tag which uh, was fitting because you know I don't don't touch people uh, during because of the pandemic. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, <laughs> you- I literally was in. I cried so much at the end of that movie the first time I saw a it. Tag? Like, mm-hmm. Yes, I was not like prepared. I went. I was in an emotional. <laughs> I also cried. I don't know. I was why. in an emotional state that day, and it, that just sent me over there. Jake Johnson like brings it out of me. I he does. You know, I have not reacted to a man the way I react to Jake Johnson <laughs> since like One Direction. Like I don't know what it, oh. he makes me like choked up in my chest. Like I just love I, him so much. Honestly, I agree, and it's like not even the kind of agree where like I want to fight you on it. Like I oh, agree, just... and I love it. Like I love. Jake Johnson is home to me. I feel held by him. His voice, I just love it. Everybody's like, he plays the same person every role. I'm like, he is my comfort person. 
I love him. I will listen to Nick Miller talk literally all day. I will say that role for me is currently occupied by Pete Davidson. I had to throw this in there somewhere. What a, di- like, just various dirty men. Yes! <laughs> dirty, unhealthy, zone. sick men. <laughs> Can you imagine Jake Johnson as the king of Staten Island? <laughs> Jake Johnson Can just pale imagine? and skinny with a bunch of tattoos that look like a fourth grader did them. <laughs> Imagine Pete Davidson as Nick Miller. Like, can you just, like, are Pete Davidson and Jake Johnson interchangeable men? Um, we're putting this out to the viewers. Please respond. Pete Davidson and New Girl, he's just like, hey, Jess, you're hot. Oh, man. Um, I... I can oh hold on I also I just I'm gonna say we don't have to like linger on it but I do want to mention it so that other people can be as proud of me as I am uh proud of me mm-hmm. um that was weird um I watched every single fictional directorial work of Noah Baumbach over quarantine including yeah. the very difficult to find short that is out there um <laughs> as well as the weird films that he made with his friends as well as the film that he literally took his name off of because he was so ashamed of it that he changed his name in the credits so <laughs> that people wouldn't see it and go oh no Bombok although he's in it what movie Question. was that um it was oh shoot um, again, it was it wasn't his best film. That's why I'm <laughs> blanking, and he absolutely knows that it was um, it was not good. I'm gonna look for it, and then and then I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, my laptop's giving me the rainbow wheel. While you were looking, did you also watch Madagascar Three, Europe's <laughs> Most Wanted? Because fun fact, okay, yeah, Noah Baumbach <laughs> has a co-writing credit on that movie. Oh, and he yeah. had to take it. To he, get money to pay his divorce dues to Jennifer Jason Leigh. Oh <laughs> so. my gosh! So, <laughs> so we were doing um, in the law school law uh, like courtyard before they closed down school. They were doing a, a demonstration of this law like software that we use, and they were like, "Here's where you can look up any lawyer and the cases that they've done." So here's <gasps> this lawyer, and she did, and I said, "Did she happen to?" Noah Baumbach and Jennifer Jason Lee's divorce? And she goes, yeah, it says here, oh. Baumbach versus Lee. And she, and I was, and she did like a ton, like she did, uh, I think, has Jennifer Lopez been divorced? Yes. She did Jennifer yes. Lopez's yeah. divorce. <clears throat> She's done like a ton of high profile divorces. And so I was just like, oh yeah, Laura Dern played her in the movie. And I just yeah. basically disrupted the whole thing that people were coming for because it was about the software and not about movies but <laughs> here i am i passed my first year of law school i got straight p's this semester so good for you there you go good for you um the movie it was called highball um, um yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes i um i adored kicking and screaming when we watched that yes oh. also guys um their movie the movie greenberg 
I was like, <laughs> no, we do not uh, mention that name here. Um, the movie Greenberg stars um, stars Ben Stiller. Um, is uh, written I just pulled up the by... cast list. This is literally insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ben Stiller, Greta Gerwig, Jennifer Jason Lee mm-hmm. um, is in it. Merritt Weaver, and also, Chris like, Messina co-wrote it. Brie Larson, yep. Mark Duplass, mm-hmm. Dave Franco. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. crazy. Oh my god! That cast goes off. is insane. That movie is incredible. I had a great time. You gave it three and a half stars. Yeah, I loved it. That's good. Three and a half is good. <laughs> that's like a yeah. That's good. I disagree. That's passing. <laughs> Three and a half stars is great. My ratio <laughs> on Letterboxd looks like a football uh, goalpost. <laughs> I, I mean, they're I, five or one star, baby. Uh-huh. I have sense. got mine to look like a pyramid, finally. So I'm, mm-hmm. I feel very finally, accomplished. Like, a bell curve. working on it? <laughs> I had, no, because when I first got Letterboxd, I remember, like, I was, like, really getting into, like, quote-unquote capital good films. So, like, it was, like, it was, like, all, like, 4.5 and 5s. So one night, I literally spent, like, four hours looking at the release calendar going back from, like, this was, like, 2018 to, like, 1999, cataloging everything I had seen over my life thus far (laughs) to fill it out and, like, make it look more, you know, appealing. I I was that person beautiful i love it i love that level of dedication that is how much yes. dedication i have to making my animal crossing island look good oh animal crossing yeah. i've also been thing. doing I, that a lot instead of watching movies i know yes i miss it i've been writing way too much to be back on my island but i love it mm. are there any movies oh i finally watched the before trilogy i just thought that that would needed to be mentioned i took notes and i wrote down sarah before trilogy <laughs> I this came. is why she's our producer. <laughs> I said, hand loser, Twilight question mark, Sarah, before, and someone great, someone great, someone great. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, someone so, great is my comfort film, so okay? There was a time, there was a time where I was back in LA where I didn't work for like a long time. And I, I may or may not have watched every Twilight film within the span of two days. Um, I think it was a mm-hmm. good decision. I think it was a healthy decision. I yeah. am still obsessed. I think they are masterpieces. I am pretty sure I rated them higher than Spider-Man 2, most of them. Um, mm-hmm. And so you should be allowed it, to do that. <laughs> it is just my favorite thing. I love the story. I cry every time I watch the last movie. Yes. I love it. I You imprinted on my daughter. Iconic moment. Um, also, in New Moon, there's so much bad dialogue that I can recite <laughs> word for word. It's incredible. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like when Mike God. is asking her to the movies and he's like, we could see love spelled backwards is love. And she's like, how about face punch? <laughs> Christian Stewart breathing noise. Ugh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, the moment so in that movie where, like, Jacob has his, like, hand out in the movie and Mike also has his hand out and she, like, <laughs> looks between their hands in complete agony and she's like, what? And the whole time, like, Jessica is just like, what? I hate Jessica! 
Uh, um, <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Um, wow, Twilight. Um, we always come back to Twilight. <laughs> we always come back, you know. And we deserve it. Mm-hmm. We honestly deserve it. I know that we like did not scratch the surface of like what Zoe watched, um, but that we talked about most of what yeah. Yeah. I watched. <laughs> A little bit of what I watched. Um, but yeah, I if you could recommend, okay, if each of you. From your quarantine list, and it does not have to be a first-time watch. Mm-hmm. It can be, like, a rewatch, a comfort watch, whatever. But mm-hmm. if you were to say, like, what your... I guess I have two questions. One is, like, oh, recommend one movie from your quarantine watches to just everyone listening. But mm-hmm. also, I want to know... You don't have to go super deep into it, but just what was your best quarantine watch experience? Because we don't have movie theaters and movie theater experiences to talk about right now, mm-hmm. RIP. Um, so we're going to talk about the at-home movie watch experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think watching Scott Pilgrim with my little brother was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, just because, like, I do love that movie. I know that it's such a cliche of, like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, a, a, a white man favorite movie type beat, but it is really good. It's a fun time. And I and Josh Edgar liked it rights. a lot. And it was very much the kind of movie that if I had seen it when I was Josh's age, it would have been the thing that catapulted me into watching more movies like that. And mm-hmm, so yeah. I I really loved watching that with him and seeing him, like, actually enjoy it and laugh at the jokes and stuff, even though my parents, like, weren't that entertained, was great. <laughs> But if I had to recommend one movie from my quarantine watches, I have recommended it time and time again. And I'll go ahead and do it again. Um, the Art of Self-Defense is so dark mm. and so yes. funny and so good. And I watched it for a second time during quarantine and was doubly impressed again. Because it yeah. is such a quiet escalation and every actor is absolutely fantastic like like jesse yeah. eisenberg is so deadpan um imogen poots is incredible and um <clears throat> and the guy who plays uh who's the oh, guy that alessandro plays their... uh nebola i believe yeah yes probably oh my gosh name, but... he is so funny so good i it's it's an incredibly dark movie but i loved it so yeah. much uh it's such a great examination of toxic masculinity um and i i freaking loved it i loved it so much please watch it it's on hulu Mm -hmm. i'm a big hulu stan i second this yeah hulu has great films yes okay should i go next yes okay so i will say my favorite experience was showing my sister the dark knight bringing that back for the first time (laughs) because Mm -hmm. she like her favorite movie is 10 things i hate about you and she loves heath ledger and she's always been like oh my gosh like i need to get Mm -hmm. around to that she's not a big movie person she's like the only Mm -hmm. person in our family who isn't but this was something she like literally wanted to watch that was like quote unquote a capital good movie so I was mm-hmm. like, okay, like, let's do this. And she, like, normally is always on her phone when we watch stuff. But for this, mm-hmm. she was, like, glued to the screen. She thought it was mm-hmm. so great and that Heath was just transcendent, which is true. And mm-hmm. I'd never, like, I've never seen her that involved in a movie that, like, means so much to me, too. So it was like, Aww. I got to share that with her. And that That's was, like, awesome. super cool. And then 
I'd say my favorite one, if you've been paying attention to my letterbox, I've watched it like three or four times already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the King of Staten Island. I gotta throw it back mm-hmm. out there. Oh I think I, <laughs> it's genuinely like I know I mean I'm a huge Judge Apatow fan as it is. All of his and Seth Rogen movies, their humor just totally aligns with mine. But mm-hmm. this was something I think even like people who aren't a fan of those like raunchy movies and stuff can enjoy because it's definitely it's a dramedy, but it definitely airs more on the drama side of that line and I think I thought Pete was fantastic the entire cast is so good like Marissa Tomei Bill Burr Belle Powley and it's just mm-hmm. it's it was really comforting like I haven't felt like a warm blanket of a movie for a long time and that's just like it made me feel good again and got me so amped up to go back to the theaters and just mm-hmm. very that's comforting awesome. yes. I love that um I <sighs> had a really great um experience showing um a friend Francis Ha because you know what I mean like you both like no like literally like you were both just talking about like just showing someone a movie that just means so much to you and like Mm -hmm. watching them love it as much as you do Mm -hmm. is just such an experience um and so I think like my favorite experience watching a movie during quarantine was absolutely Francis Ha um I think my fit oh like, I really feel like my favorite, like, if I could just tell everybody, like, watch a movie, uh, uh, um, oh, there are so uh-huh. many movies. There that is so very movies. accurate. There are yeah. so many movies. <laughs> um, oh, I'll say, like, a rewatch. Like, guys, Portrait of a Lady on Fire is on Hulu. Um, <laughs> Come yes. on, no We're Hulu no standing. We yes. are. We're Hulu stands here. Portrait is on Hulu. I rewatched it and it hit just as hard as it did the first time. Like, mm-hmm. go watch it. Yes. You have no excuse. I mean, I guess you have an excuse if you don't have Hulu, whatever, <laughs> but why don't you have Hulu? Mm-hmm. That, there's no excuse. Um, yes, so Portrait, for sure. But, aw, wow. Mm. I feel like we're gonna, like, I, I mean, we're probably gonna have, like, more quarantine watches, maybe, but, like, I feel We'll just look back at this time and be like, wow, remember that time? I know. We could go to movie theaters and we made the best of it and so we watched 160 movies. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, it was hell. Let's never, ever, ever do that again. <laughs> Someone at work today was like, if, uh, like, we know somebody who's going to Amazon and they were like, well, if we ever run out of toilet paper again, we expect to pick up from you. And I said, I'm going to be honest with you. If we ever get in a situation where toilet paper is limited again, I will absolutely nothing. not make it. Mm-hmm. Also, that means that we as a society learned absolutely nothing. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I, I will absolutely not make it. That It's not okay. It's not okay. Mm-hmm. It's not alright. I'm not, I'm not fine. We're not <laughs> doing that again. This is a nightmare. <laughs> uh, incredible. Um, on that note... We're going to move on to, so you've heard of Netflix Party, because everybody was doing it. BuzzFeed um, has a new feature <laughs> called Quiz Party, baby. I just sent it in, quiz our, party. in our Google Hangout <gasps> chat. Uh, which means that we can all take the quiz together, together live. Like, this is a game changer for this podcast, guys. Game changer. They were like, the efficiency wow. of cinema rolls is trash. we got to do something for these girls. This. Yes. This quiz, I'm literally. Oh my. God. <laughs> okay, 
Um, so the quiz that we have chosen is actually is in honor of Zoe. Or the quiz that Handler chose today, we found she found a gem, mm-hmm. um, which is which Tom H is your soulmate, oh and my gosh. we have like we have like they Tom got Hardy and Hardy like, Hiddleston and Holland up there right now. Yeah. I don't know there's if there's like, like other ones. Like forget <laughs> like you know which Chris is the best. Like Get nobody out of here. cares. Yeah. Which Tom H? Tom is H. The best. Oh, um, there's one so for each of Zoe, us. I know which one I want, but I'm not going to reveal it. It's until. Loki, you fool. It is. <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> that is literally like Loki me girl. trying to play coy with my choice. Let's be honest. You're a Zuko here. girl, you're I'm a Loki here, girl. Like, Shut up. I'm out here like, I am keeping it a secret. Remember that time that I thought that Tom Hardy was an upgrade? <laughs> yeah, they got Logan Marshall Green on here. All right, Zoe, get in this quiz. Are you not? Oh in here? shoot! Okay, I did, I thought we were like. <laughs> there you go. Wait. Okay. Start okay. the party. What are you? What is? Sarah's a blob. Her icon. Oh, I I am. I am. Ooh. Okay. So I, I realize that we're all like got quiet, but like this is still the audio podcast. So what is your favorite? What's your favorite movie? Avengers: Avengers Infinity War, Venom, Thor: Ragnarok, Spider-Man: Far From Home. I mean, my heart says Venom, but <laughs> okay. Um, but I'm gonna I say I'm go gonna with... say Thor Ragnarok. I gotta um, go with my where boy. Would you, where would you rather go on vacation? Bali, mm. London, Venice, or Prague? She didn't even answer. I don't think we're. Are we saying it out loud? Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. I realized. I realized that like. Maybe this like quiz party is throwing me off. That like you guys could see what I answered. <laughs> Or no, maybe you couldn't. No, I, I don't think, think we, we can. Should we keep it a secret? No, we gotta know. tell the people. Okay. Well, I chose Thor Ragnarok, because, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Zoe chose Spider-Man um, Far From Home. Of course. Yes. I, uh, I wonder which is which. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Um, Ooh, I'm gonna go with Venice for the vacation. Where would you rather go on vacation? We got Bali, going... London, Prague, and Venice. I'm going London. Bali. Okay, what is your favorite animal? Cat or dog? There's two options. <laughs> me looking at Excuse my dog me. about to pick cat. <laughs> <laughs> me watching the lobster. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I picked dog. My baby. Oh my goodness. I love um, you. I picked dog because, you know, cats are the devil. Um, <laughs> how would your friends describe you? Funny, talented, beautiful, or creative. <laughs> what if I'm what an ugly, uncreative, unfunny, <laughs> untalented slob? Right. Oh my god. I don't know. You guys are my friends. Yeah. You're my only friends. Sarah, you are um, so creative and talented, both. And funny and you beautiful. You are both. What the like thing in Book Smart where like Lisa Kudrow is the mom is like, are you so beautiful and Smart and intelligent and brave. (laughs) Brave. Um, My friends would describe me as. I I want my friends to describe me as funny. So can I pick that? Yes. Do your ideal ideal description. Where is the um, crusty bum? (laughs) Slovenly, useless. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'll say um, I'll say funny. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Choose your favorite actress. 
Zendaya, Michelle Williams, Brie Larson, or Natalie Portman? Oh, that's tough. I mean, that's hard for me. I don't know. I'm going Zendaya. I gotta go with Z, I think. I'm Wait, say. I'm going Brie Larson. I, I said Brie. I like more of her things. Mm-hmm. Me and Sarah are gonna get the same result. <laughs> uh, Favorite Tom sport. Holland, myself. <laughs> Favorite sport. Oh, thank Favorite God there's a sport. no sports option. No <gasps> sports. Oh, yes. We all pick no, no sports. sports. <laughs> oh, pick your eye color? What does this have to do with anything? Mine's okay. brown. Me and Sarah are gonna get the same result. Oh, no. Okay. Are we all done? Oh, God. Are we? Okay. <gasps> we all go! <laughs> <laughs> what? No! Sister Wives with How? Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> I hate BuzzFeed. <laughs> we all got the same answer. I hate BuzzFeed. <laughs> Why? When we all get Tom Hiddleston of the, the way that we answer those questions, it doesn't make any sense. I don't and think I, I chose any answer any of you <laughs> I'm so confused what? remember when he wore his I heart Taylor Swift shirt uh-huh. okay we can respect we can respect I love Tom Hiddleston I love him I love Loki I would die for Loki and apparently you both would too <laughs> I didn't know it sister but wives, here we are sister wives you know what, Zoe, like, we all know that you deserve Tom Holland. Like, you, uh, like, obviously, that's okay. Like, it's a bit of a hit. Yeah. And I love Tom Hiddleston, so handlers, you can either fight over him or you can just, like, we know, listen, mm-hmm. you loved Venom so much. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, Hi, Key. Literally... I should have picked Venom. You... <laughs> I think I did enjoy Venom the most of those movies guys and that's not to say that i didn't enjoy those movies that is to say that i enjoyed venom more than i've ever enjoyed anything in my life i've been searching for that venom high for so long (laughs) i don't understand how the three of us have gone this long like it took a buzzfeed quiz party for us to realize there is literally a tom h for each of us that Mm -hmm. that's amazing I mean, Period. like, I don't understand. Like, Nothing it, it, it just makes sense. Like, I love Loki. Like, Handler will die for Venom. And we all know about <laughs> Zoe and Tom Holland. So, like. <laughs> that we do. I mean. Incredible. Um, okay, well. Um, that's been quarantine stuff. Um, <laughs> wow. If you want our. Full, I was going to say if you want our full list, uh, look on Letterboxd, but apparently if you want Handloser's full list, you just have to go to her entire I'll go back and, and tag them! <laughs> you can look at our tags and look at our quarantine tags to I'm see trash. all of the things. There are so many movies that we could have talked about, but honestly, like, most of them, I'm like, I don't want to get deep into that. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm not here to, like, discuss again, even though I've been talking about blind spotting since 2018, mm-hmm. how I keep rewatching it. Um, it's fine. We've talked about a lot of movies here on this podcast um yeah zoe tell everyone about where they can find you as far as like your work like your reviews like what you're doing yes okay which is so, also exciting um like sarah said earlier you can still find my socials at um at zach b gilbert and then my insta is at zach dot gilbert and then my 
Letterbox is just Zach Gilbert. I know. Sorry. <laughs> and then I um I'm writing reviews now for Loud and Clear reviews, which the link should be in like my Letterbox and Twitter we'll bios. Link in the description. Yes, mm-hmm. and I'm currently doing this series every Friday where it's called Flashback Films, and I review the predecessor to the movie that got delayed for this week. So this week is Soul, brilliant, the Pixar movie. So I reviewed brilliant. um Pete Doctor's first three movies, which are Monsters Inc up and inside Ooh, out yeah. so that's coming out tomorrow yes tomorrow and i keep doing that all summer so next week is top gun etc you did so. Candyman. yes that was last week's yeah yeah it's pretty cool and i also review new releases it's pretty fun it's time consuming but i love it and it gives me a chance to write and you do such a good job and you can write about mm-hmm. movies that aren't thank scoob you. thank you oh what a relief <laughs> <laughs> uh it's been a tough few months for all of us we are all so (laughs) ready to get back to some semblance of a normal minus the police amen (laughs) and on that (laughs) on that note um what movie are you most excited about right now (laughs) for like the (laughs) whole rest of the year or just like just like what movie are you most excited about to see Ooh, okay. I would say Soul is definitely my most anticipated of the year it was, but I think mm. right now I'm really itching to just see Tenet. Like, I just, oh, I want yeah. the definition of cinema that Christopher Nolan can provide just I'm excited injected into my veins. I'm excited to see whatever my ass is in a seat for on July 15th. Amen. Because I will be yes. there. The second that they put those tickets on sale, baby... I will be claiming some. Mm-hmm. I will see every oh. movie in that theater. I will spend $80. I will take a day off work. I don't care. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm also going to say Tenet, even though it's like the most basic <laughs> to the be whole... excited for right now. But I am. I mean, yeah. I've been excited about the same movies. Like, I'm very excited about Tenet. Yeah. I'm very excited about The French Dispatch. I'm very excited about Dune. Dune. Like, come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I think I also, tomorrow, I think I'm going to watch The Five Bloods. So. Yes. It was very good. I, I reviewed that. Tomorrow. Very cool. Very, yeah, you did. Yeah. So, you know, watch that. Or watch that, read that. I don't know, whatever you do with that. Sarah, can you believe we've done two seasons of this together? I can't believe it. Also, we have an announcement, guys. <laughs> like, make everybody patrons, wait until the very last five minutes. Patrons already know, but. Patrons already know. Um, this is yeah. season finale. So, this is the season finale. I mean, I guess they'll know because I will put it in the title of, of this mm-hmm. um, episode. So, like, surprise. Um, but, yeah, this is the season two finale. Uh, we started this season with Reasonable Beef Boys with Dom Fair and mm-hmm. Dom and Tim, Do, Tim Tom and Dim. Tom and Dim. <laughs> Tom and Dim. Fish um, and Kara. We started it. Yeah, we started it in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, in... Uh, just, like, our reunion for the first time in three years. We started it with, like, the Reasonable Beef Boys. And we're ending it here in the middle of quarantine, in the middle of a revolution. So, mm-hmm. honestly, <laughs> what kind? What else kind of season could we ask for, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, but thank you all so much for just continuing to listen um, and just... Mm-hmm. 
for being here. Um, we are so glad that Zoe was able to be here for our season finale. Uh-huh. Um, we are taking a little hiatus this summer. I guess that's what a you know season finale literally means. Um, we are taking a little hiatus, um, and then we will come back in the fall with season three. Um, and I think that at that point we'll have you know some exciting um, little bits and and bobs that will uh, come with the release of that. Um, uh-huh. So. Yes, um, so it's going to be very exciting, but, um, yeah, so you can find us over the summer on our Patreon or on our Twitter, um, we will be trying to stay a little bit more active on those, but we will not be having full episodes over the summer. Yeah, but Um, little bonus bits and... Yeah, a little bonus bits. Um, we'll have more time, you know, to send emails and make phone calls and attend protests and... Um, fight for justice, so mm-hmm. that's good. Um, but yeah, Hannah, did you have anything to say about just wrapping up this season? Um, yeah, I'm just really grateful. Um, it, it's been like the craziest, longest, mm-hmm. you know, wh- whatever, like nine months of my life. Um, oh, baby. And I'm I'm very thankful that I get to do this with you, even in the Aww. middle of this absolute just crap show that we're in poop tornado (laughs) the poop nato that we're in um twister is a a movie that's popular on letterboxd right now um i don't know i I was quoting parks and Um, rags (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i just i saw that earlier um yes and zoe has actually been here you know with us that whole time too right um just like in the background so like it just is super appropriate to end the season with her here mm-hmm. um so so we thank you for being here um thank you for having yeah. me do you uh, want to say our sign off sure okay the final um, the last sign off of all of season two no pressure, so much pressure. <laughs> and that's how the cinema rolls Woo-hoo! Oh, happy season two Woo! goodbye season bow, two bow, 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 bow. Bow, 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 bow.